This is your Monday Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce joining me. Hope everyone had a good holiday. Um, got a little break here over the last week. Hope you guys missed us a little bit. Um, glad to have you back. Glad to be back doing this. Um, glad to have Patrick on because, Patrick, um, it's uh, you know, everybody in the new year probably kind of makes a it's, it's, it's a time of renewal rebirth people make a big deal about you know resolu- whether it's a resolution whether it's ah you know last year wasn't the best and last year certainly wasn't the best um 2020 was maybe a little bit worse but uh it people people look to the the changing of the calendar as a time for for something to to be different and boy patrick unfortunately so far in 2022 sports feel very much very familiar here in minnesota uh, that is true. Uh, we, we know one thing. We're going to have some renewal with the Vikings because uh, <laughs> they're going to blow up that operation. But, uh, yeah, you, I was just thinking, as you were saying, I hope you had a, I hope you had a happy New Year's. Well, unless you paid any attention to sports in Minnesota, uh, we, we, you got to go. You got to pay exorbitant prices to go freeze your arses off at uh, the hockey game and watch your team give up five goals in one period and looked like a bunch of idiots. And then you, uh, you know, and then you had the uh, Timberwolves uh, just, you know, cat has disappeared again. Nobody knows why he, he was recovered, but we have to, we have to, uh, you know, he's, he doesn't play anymore. He decided to quit. And, uh, and now, uh, and now, uh, now what happened last night in green Bay was just a complete fiasco. I was talking to you a minute here before we came on. Sean Mann, Mannion, you're not going to play Kellen Mond, okay? Obviously, Zim told us uh, right off the bat you're going to sh- you're going to play at the minute here that he's seen him in practice and he doesn't want him to go out and humiliate himself because he can't play, at least not yet. But you cannot, Mike, start a game when you're playing against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field by sending your quarterback out there and say. Don't do anything. We'll hand the ball to Dalvin, let him run into a nine-man line and see what can happen. You have to try to play the game. you got to try to play. And they didn't let him try anything. Uh, you know, you got to try to play. It's, these guys been around. He has, he's, only, you know, he's only been out of protocol for 20 minutes to play this game. But but what was that? What are you trying to do? Throw the ball, do something, try to, you know, I know it was, you're not going to get a lot of protection, but you got to try to throw a 25 yard pass to Jefferson. Don't you, you got to try to do something. It was, it was brutal. It was ridiculous. And everybody will blame Zim for this. And maybe that's him that's coming up with a strategy, but this Clint Kubiak is a complete failure. I said on Twitter, he should, he should try to become the uh, offensive coordinator at crown college and then work his way up for the next 20 years and be ready to go. He's terrible. Uh, You know, this is uh, this is going to be a bloodletting, you know, if they can do it on Tuesday, blow everybody out on Tuesday. Yes. That would, 20th anniversary of Denny getting fired and uh, and uh, with one game to go in the season. So I think that would be the perfect day to do it. Uh, anyway, that was that was pathetic. It was a pathetic approach to trying to play football. And as uh, someone I, I love Twitter for this reason, somebody pointed out very early 
that Garrett Bradbury had more yards than Dalvin Cook yesterday. <laughs> As I noted on Twitter, we complain about Garrett Bradbury, but did he not catch all of his targets last night? <laughs> yes, right. He had 20. He gets credit for a 21-yard reception. Yes. Because the, the, uh, the deflection, he was probably, what, two, three yards past the line of scrimmage, but he gets all 21 yards. Dalvin, I believe, had 13. 13 rushing at zero with several uh, passes that he got were for zero. <laughs> Do you think he said and said, how long was he playing last night when he said, am I really going to do this? Am I going to run into a nine-man line or take these little dunk passes for two yards with everybody chasing me out when it's 20 below zero and I'm playing with idiots who don't want to try to run any of their offense. It was, uh, it, it, I, I wasn't surprised when he limped off. I'll tell you that. I was not surprised. Don't think it went unnoticed in my household, by the way, by myself, that uh, Zimmer post game, and even probably even halftime was grumbling that they abandoned the run too early, that they didn't try to run the ball enough the another just another <laughs> veiled shot it. at an offensive coordinator his sixth offensive coordinator in six years by the way i by wonder the way, by the way zim you didn't try to run often enough because you were three and out every time yes. you had it it's and hard to it's hard to run the ball when you run it into a brick wall and it's second and nine and then you'd run again and it's second and eight and then you throw an incomplete pass and punt that, yes. It's hard to establish the run when you're three and out, right? Uh, weren't they three and out their first three possessions? Something like, something like that. It was it was not. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's like if you if you're not going to have any pretense that you have any kind of dynamic passing game, then, yes. then that's that you make <laughs> you, you make life so easy on the defense. It's it's just, you know, and that was, you know, that was part of the, you know, I, I agree that Kellen Mond and he got his he got one series late in the game and it did not look good. Well, he um, threw the ball to that he threw the ball to that linebacker. Yeah, it should have been a pick. Should have been a pick six on that third yeah. down play. Um, so you know, if we were, you know, a lot of us were like, well, look, play Kellen Mond. Let's just see what happens. At least he's got something. You know, a you find out, you know, you find out a little bit of information, and B he's got, you know, he can run, he can run, he can, you know, do some things that maybe you know, are a little bit more dynamic in the offense. Um, but, you know, I, I get Sean Mannion far more experienced, knows the offense better because he's been here longer. But, you know, does it, he it, Mike, do we? I don't know. Oh, that's the thing. Does, I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, he, I sure, know that. Offense. It was bad. And the ball to Delvin Cook inside the guards and then throw a two yard pass. I can right. What offense was there to know? They didn't run anything. No, it was very basic. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for 24-7 gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms. And join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. You know, dialing back a moment here, it was, you know, such a... We've been talking all year long about, you know, just this looming specter of Kirk Cousins not being available, perhaps, yeah. um, at some point in the season... Because what if he gets COVID at a certain point and as this variant, you know, became became more prevalent, you're seeing tons of people get, you know, get sick in the NFL and around sports and around the country. It just it felt like this inevitability now. And of course, it comes, you know, at a point in the season where 
they absolutely have to have a win in order to stay alive in the playoffs and it comes against their biggest rival. It's like one of those things where you you see it coming for like three months and you're like, nah, you're like, you try to talk yourself. And nah, it wouldn't really happen against the Packers. And then it does. Yes. And, and let me throw this out there. The Packer fans, giddy. They love Aaron again. I got the feeling in my gut, which is a sizable gut, right? I got the feeling he's going to miss a game in the playoffs Ooh. at home. He's got, he's the same non vaxxer He's got the same rules. He's already missed one. Uh, you know, the way this thing's flying around, man, it's damn near impossible not to get it. The best reason to get vaccinated is you can get out of protocols earlier in the NFL when you're a healthy guy like him. You're not going to end up in the hospital in all likelihood. You're not going to be that sick in all likelihood, but you can get out of the protocols earlier. That was the best reason for all of them to be vaccinated. Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, the best reason for that moron cousins to be vaccinated, the best reason for Rogers. Meanwhile, has Rogers ever had an easier game in his life? No. Even was 10 below those little throws to the edge, eight yards, eight yards. They were throws that the starting quarterback for Benilde St. Margaret's could make. And they were just, I've never seen a guy. He made, he and, he and, he and Adams hooked up on a couple just for giggles, you know, that they threw like right. the back shoulder and, the, and the little pluck on the, you know, when the, when poor Chris Boyd is running around in circles and he reaches out, but what, what they was, he never got touched. He never got touched. Did he? Not until late. Yeah. I think, Dal I think, uh, he got hit like, like Dalvin Tomlinson got him one time in the second half, but that was about it. I mean, and then just these little easy throws to the edge were unbelievable. And, uh, I, I saw one play where they, uh, they threw it to Adams on the, on the edge and it was only a two yard gain. And you look at it and they say, well, the guy missed the block, right? The, the, the Lazard yeah. missed the block. Uh, so he's he, and he's he got this disgusted look at him. I remember that play, yeah. And he say, and you're saying, I wonder what he's mad about. And then you see the play. The guy missed the block. It's eight yards. Next time they run it, they block it, and he goes for eleven yards. You know, run the run the same play. Anyway, it was uh, it was just a complete fiasco. And uh, you know, I you know, we we drove mightily to get the. Uh, get the field goal before the end of the half and got the ball back to start the second half. There was no chance they were going to get back in the game, No, but three and out punt. Let's go. Come on. We, we spent the, uh, we have time. We'll, we'll re readjust now. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the same idiot. Nothing stuff that we did in the first <laughs> half. That's our strategy. Okay. Run twice and throw a little incompletion and punt. Oh God, it was terrible. I want to get to some big picture stuff here in a minute, but I do want to play the Zimmer uh, Kellen Mond post game interaction. It wasn't very long. His whole post game, I think Ben Gessling clocked it. It was around three minutes. He wrote that in his game story that's on startribune.com right now and in your Monday newspaper. But here, here is Zimmer talking about Kellen Mond after the game. Do you think you want to get a look at Mond next week? Not particularly. Mike, why don't you want to get a look at him? I see him every day. So, you know, people are jumping Zimmer, and I, you know, I, I get it. I, 
I took that quote more a to mean he doesn't like what he's seen, but B that part of it was that he, he sees him in practice every week. He doesn't need to see him in the game necessarily. So I, I don't know if it was more of, I don't know if it was so much of a, uh, a shot as it was just a a matter of fact, but it wasn't complimentary either way. Well, it is interesting. However, that we, uh, we, we get very upset at, uh, coaches and everybody when they don't say anything right when they don't you know when they don't give you any candid answers he gives you a candid answer and now we want him to be dragged through the street behind a car because he's not a fan of this rookie that they drafted who they knew was gonna take three years to ever be able to put on the field because he's not a he's an athlete but he's not a he's not anywhere near prepared to play so you know I what what reason would there be not to play? What are you going to see if you play him Sunday against the Bears? What he would this yeah. is he's going to go out and uh, pass for 185 yards and run for a touchdown, and all of a sudden you have your quarterback. Uh, let's let's not be idiotic here, for God's sakes. It's not there's you know the the public always wants to uh, you know if if Mond had come in and you know, let's say completed the pass to one of his guys instead of almost to the other guy there at the end of that drive. Yes. And it had gotten two first downs. The morons would have been shouting that he should have been playing quarterback right. all year. So there's, there's nothing that he could do on next Sunday against the Bears would, 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 would over uh, ride what they've seen all year that he's probably not ready to play. And, uh, you know, and they're going to have to this idea. Well, what are they going to do with cousins? Who's going to take him? Especially after this, who's going to take him? Oh, he's tradable. He's very tradable. No, he's not. He's certainly not at those prices. Not at those prices. He's not tradable. I think he is. I think he is. I think you can find it. I think you can find a taker for cousins. He's had good enough. He's been good enough that somebody would. Somebody who needs a quarterback for well, one year or three years. wants to take a bite on 30 million? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I think he's tradable. Well, he's, well, you, you, can't, you can't cut him because that's $45 million in dead cap. But if you trade him, you're only you're only left with well, 10. And I think get, somebody... Get prepared to get a sixth round draft choice in. I don't know. But I think Nobody's going to give you anything of value for him at that prices. Not not especially after this fiasco. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree on that one. But it, the the bigger, I mean, the bigger question now is, I mean, Cousins is a Cousins is a decision, is a personnel decision, you know, involving a player. How? I mean, if if we went into this season, we went into this last, you know, four game stretch, wondering about Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman's future. I mean. We don't know what's going on exactly in the mind of the Will family right now, but what they saw Sunday and the previous Sunday uh, cannot have left them encouraged. I mean, it, it feels so much like this has just run oh, its course. Gone. It's it's got to be done, uh, right? Spielman is the question. Yeah, he's got. And I really, I kind of uh, Jeremy Fowler's uh, thing, and then uh, Lock and Forrest says they're looking around. Right, already that he suggested that they've been looking around uh, for coaches at least, and you know the Wilfs. But uh, they're they're the question becomes: Is Spielman going to get some? 
you know, title that uh, I, I think what Jeremy Fowler wrote uh, a week ago is, is probably what's going to happen. That Spielman's going to become a, you know, consultant with a title who doesn't have the influence. You're going to get a, the, the trouble with the trouble with hiring a new G, GM now is you can't let Spielman hire your coach and right. then go hire a GM. If you, you're just, you're just going to have to wait and take your new coach after you hire a GM. And that could be a month long process. And, uh, and, uh, so I, I don't know, you, you really think that, uh, you, you should allow Spielman to hire your uh, coach for, uh, that a general manager is that a new general manager is going to, and then a new general manager is going to come in here. That makes no sense. So who do they got? They got anybody to promote? I, I don't know, to uh, become the general manager. And then let's be able to hire the coach while you're waiting here. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a bad, it's a bad time to be looking around because although they say not as many uh, coaches are going to get fired this time, what three or four, maybe. Yeah. So, so uh, black Monday, as they call it, might only be, you know, Zim. I think Zim might be gone this week. Yeah, I, it feels that by way. Mutual, by mutual consent. So uh, I think he, was, <laughs> yeah. he was the guy who wanted to go. Be, he wants to go. He's sitting there with a red nose watching this operation, freezing his arse off. What? How old is he? 62 or 65, I think. 65 year old. And he's saying, I want to go to the ranch. This is the hell with this. And uh, all he's been put through this this season, and then to have his not to to go to Green Bay without his quarterback, uh, he wants to go home. They want him to go home. There's let Andre Patterson coach the game against the Bears and fire him this week. That's uh, you know the he he can resign just like Denny resigned 20 years ago, right? Denny, remember Denny resigned? Yeah, yes. he did. Yeah, uh, resigned yeah, under but, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that the question becomes Spielman. I thought Spielman would probably survive because he was he's a manipulative guy and he's been kissing up to the wolves for all these years and he's been backstabbing Zim all year, I would imagine, trying to save his job. But I don't think he's going to survive either. I think they're going to blow her up. And Cousins, if they can get rid of Cousins, they have to get rid of Cousins. The PR, the PR of the misery that he would be put through coming back the PR with the, with the most of the, most of the public is, uh, is not to the point where, uh, you know, he can, you can't bring him back either. If you, if you, you know, if you can trade him for anything uh, to get out from under that contract, and then you got to go into the free agent. You got to go do the Warren moon thing, right? You got to do that whole thing. Danny went through for years and find a veteran quarterback who can play uh, yes, for a you couple do. of years and, and then start all over again as a quarterback. I, I don't know. I I think there's a lot of wily old guys you could dump right now. Harrison Smith, some guys like that. You might, I mean, they're, I, I think they got, I think they got to do this all over again. They got some great young players, but uh, I, I think they, they got to, um, they certainly got to remodel because, you know, Mike, when a seven teams getting in the playoffs, it, the idea that you 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 can't re you know readjust a lot of things and make the playoffs is is ridiculous. Because all you got to do is be nine and eight. You know, all you got to do is win yeah. half of them. 
and you can yep. be in a playoff. So it's, it's, uh, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, you know, all three of them should go Spielman, Spielman should go too, but Spielman will be around in some form probably. Cause I don't think people are going to be lined up to hire him as their chief football executive. So. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, final thought, like if, if this is the end, you know, and Mike Zimmer saw this coming, you know, three and a half years ago at the scouting combine where they were talking about, you know, what should they do at quarterback? Should they, you know, he's going through the laundry list of, you know, Sam Bradford's knee is all messed up. Teddy Bridgewater. We don't know about, about him. Um, you know, Case Keenum, he's basically got lucky for yes. a year and he's talking, you know, they're talking about cousins, you know, in, in theory at least. And, you know, saying, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever it is. The thing I do know is that if we make the wrong decision, I'm probably going to get fired. Mm -hmm. And here we are. I mean, it's like, and it's not all Kirk cousins. I would say he's played reasonably well, but it's, it's still like, how do you, in the final evaluation, how do you grade this, you know, this, the Zimmer era and especially the, the four, the four years with cousins, it's, it's just, Failure. It feels like an incomplete almost. It's just, it's, it's okay. It's like a C it's, it's fine, but it's, it's not. I don't good. think it's fine. I think it's a failure. You can, at those prices, at those prices, you didn't pay him $84 million guaranteed for three years to, uh, did they win one playoff game with him? Right. One. Playoff game. Yes. One playoff. And game. what Zim went to the Zim went to playoffs. Yes. The miracle, the miracle and the overtime win against, uh, the uh the saints yeah, i think yeah so they won two playoff games uh yeah now it's a cousins is a failure zim an eight-year run third longest in uh in viking history behind bud and danny but uh you know guys got fired for chili won two playoff games and got fired in three and a half years so uh wasn't it three and a half four and a half years i guess yeah and uh Chile won one playoff yeah. game. Uh, I thought he won two. Just the one. He made it. He made the okay, playoffs twice. Made the playoffs twice. Uh, yeah, eight years, two playoff wins. You're not a. I give you a, a D plus as a coach. Eight years. Eight years is a yeah. long run. He was, you know, he was okay. Good, you know, somebody he'll have a job next year as a defensive consultant for somebody. Yes. And he'll get paid and he'll get to go to training camp and, and then do a phone call with you. He'll, he'll be doing what Dennison supposedly was going to do for this team this year. But my bottom line, and the, the tenure is at this point, cousins failure, Zim failure, Spielman failure. So they're all, they, you know, they didn't, they didn't, these are not like F plus F minus D failures, but they're certainly less than C's for all three. Of them, yeah. Opinion. Yeah. At those prices with cousins, Zim's get eight years, man. Not many guys get eight years with this track record and Spielman has, you know, been running this operation forever. And, uh, you know, I think Spielman had more to do with Spielman and the Wolves had more to do with bringing cousins in here than Zim did. I don't blame. Oh, a hundred percent. Put the yes. blame on Zim for cousins being, you know, just okay. No. Just okay. And he could, it's like he could see this coming too. He knew like the minute you spend that much money on a quarterback, 
different parts of the roster don't get the same attention. They just can't. You you can't pay everybody. And they tried to for a while. They kept moving money, moving money, moving money around. And bills are going to come due next year. And that's part of the problem. It's like you, I, you know, if if there was any hint of a thought of let's run this back, like you can't even imagine how this would be much better next year, and it it's going to be worse because you won't have as much cap space yep. next year. Yep. So it's it's. It's it's reached its it's reached its logical. And here's point. the other so. deal. Uh, as you're as you're judging Spielman, we we wanted him to go and and draft higher for offensive linemen, right? To you know, and did but, and, and he, he did. did. And now you see it, you say, eh, you know, it's uh, it's been a little beat up. But uh, Cleveland, okay, Bradbury, no, uh, O'Neill, yes, but yeah. It's, you know, Derisaw, maybe, but it's not like is it you still don't have an offensive line. I mean, they no. If they got trampled yesterday and uh, you know, they couldn't create no room to run against the nine in front. That has got something to do with it. But they, you know, they they got beat up more often than they didn't here down the stretch. So uh I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of blame to go around and it's football and we all judge it. But here's the deal, Mike. Come yeah. April, when we have the new draft, we will oh, once again have kicked everybody else. We'll have had one of the great, the public will be convinced that we just had one of the greatest drafts of all time. And the, everything will be renewed for for another season. The greatest PR in sports any sport in American sports is the NFL draft. It is because, because you're dealing with people who want to believe that uh, things are different now that you made these uh, great draft choices. You know what I want in a new GM? I want a guy who never has more than six draft choices. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want 15, three seventh rounders and trades them for a fourth. I want guys. I want, one difference maker for every six bodies bring yes. in here. A yes. sixth rounder, seventh rounders are bodies. They're just like undrafted free agent. Yes. He compile them and then Zim and then Spielman takes bows for having 15 guys, and then one of them turns out to be a player. And see, Stefan Diggs. Oh, oh, see what I see what a genius I am. It's uh the hell with that get good players get get the difference maker yes. trade up and get the difference maker yep stop trading down start <laughs> trading yes. up um well let's move on a little bit we got a little bit of time left let's t- unfortunately uh we're not transitioning from bad news into good news we're transitioning from bad news into more bad news the wild kind of falling apart Lately, I mean, part of it's been the interruption from COVID. Part of it's been, you know, some players they're missing, you know, both due to COVID and due to injury. And part of it's just that maybe some of the things they were doing earlier in the year, getting away with, they're no longer getting away with. But, you know, they lost again in the winter classic down 6-2 after two periods made it a little bit more palatable in the 6-4 final, but still not really a competitive game for almost all of it um you know a team that had the best record in the nhl for like a brief moment i don't think they've won since then i think they'll probably still be okay but um maybe we maybe we were a little hasty in the uh 
planning the uh, Stanley Cup parade route um, a third of the way into yeah, the season. On, uh, you know, on, on Saturday night, uh, you don't have Spurgeon and Broden, Brodine, who are probably your two best players, and they're both defensemen. So uh, that, that does make a little difference. But uh, uh, it is really hard to say because, what, they hadn't played in 11 days, right? Yeah. How can the NHL, by the way, say, okay, we're going to cancel all these games because uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, I mean, postpone all these games because Canada can't draw people. Well, what are they going to do? Play five, six games a week here? What, is, what are they going to take the, are they going to change the schedule? So the NHL break that, I mean, the Olympic break, they were going to play. Are they going to start playing that they were going to take? Are they going to start making up all those games during those two weeks? Is that, is that what they're going to do? They haven't really told us how they're going to make up these games, but, uh, but Canada, these teams in Canada are playing right for the most part, aren't yeah. playing any home games because they've got crowd restrictions now. So it's, it is really extremely weird and, uh, you know, the, what the schedule is, but yeah, they're, uh, they might be a little more flawed than we uh, thought they were. And that was, uh, but I, don't you think a lot of the, the way the, the blues, the blues have been playing good and the blues played a game Wednesday. They yes. knew what the hell they were doing. Our fellas were out there skating around in circles. They hadn't played a game in 12 days. So I don't know, but I'll say one thing. This might be the greatest pull the goalie team I have ever watched in my life. They, they pull the goalie with 10 minutes to go and they have the puck all the time. The other, the, 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 they did it the last time they played when they were three goals behind and it took a, a 160 foot shot for the opponent to get a goal. Right. And like, yes. same thing, same thing with St. Louis. They get these teams in a, they, they play great without the goalie. Maybe that ought to be the new strategy. We just going to, that might get a little exhausting <laughs> if you're playing that way, but they're terrific when they don't have a goalie there. Uh, they, they, he's had the goalie pulled for over eight minutes twice. I believe that's amazing. <laughs> incredible. Three goals behind pull the goalie, go get them heavy. But wouldn't that be classic Minnesota sports? Now we've all think Garen is a genius, right? And, and he's certainly, uh, you know, been as impressive to this point. But you give your whole crew new contracts. <laughs> I'm just going to bring that you up. Fall <laughs> out of your rear ends like, remember Yosey? Remember Yosey's first year, best team in the league after 30 games, right? And they won. I believe that's and correct. And they won in the last 52, they won seven games in regulation. I remember that uh, figure. Uh, that team was the worst team they ever had, pretty much. But they had the most points in the league after 30 games. Now I'm not comparing this with that team, but uh, but yeah, it, it it has been a little reality. It, it has been the uh, you know, boy, are they great? At least we have the Wild, and now they've uh, haven't won a game since December 11th. So anyway, I looked it up yesterday. December 11th was their last win. That's three weeks. Uh -huh. That's a, it's a long time ago in there. Yeah. And, you know, just with, but the people are missing and the, you know, and again, you know, everybody's dealing with COVID in a certain way, but when you fall starts, you know, starts and stops, it, it is probably taking a certain measure on the continuity of the team. So we'll probably get a better, better gauge on them once they're <clears throat> back into a semi regular schedule, if, and when, 
that you, you know happens, what I, I will um, say this about the winter classic if you spent money and went and went there right got yes. all bundled up and couldn't see anything except if you looked at the big scoreboard uh you're not going to admit you had a lousy time nobody's going to admit it nobody we're oh it was great we're all going to say it was great even if all we did was get hypothermia, it's not, we're not going to admit that what am I doing here? I can't see anything I'm all right. bundled up. I can, I can't sit down. I have to stand up the entire three periods and I got to watch our, my team. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't see my team give up five goals, but there was somewhere up on the scoreboard. Uh, but everybody's going to say what a great time they had, which is uh, the, because people don't like to spend that kind of money. And then, uh, and then admit they were wrong. I've always said that's the secret of the wild. They got into that family audience better than anybody. And mom and dad are not going to be driving back to Woodbury with the 12 and 10 year old kid after spending $600 saying, boy, did that stink. We were terrible. <laughs> God, oh, no, you're right. Six to one. They're not going to tell the kids what a rotten time they had. So uh, that's that. You're right about that. Cause we, Anytime we take the kids somewhere, we are hyping it up. <laughs> we are like, wasn't that great? Yeah. Wasn't that, yeah. the, did you have fun? Didn't, what, what, what was your favorite part? Lambo last night with the kids. It was great. Wasn't it kids? Wasn't it? <laughs> oh man, I can't even imagine that. Like a bunch of morons. Yeah. Wasn't it great? Yeah. Patrick, does this mean you're not going to be at uh, USA versus Honduras in February at Allianz. What is that? What is, why would we say, yes, we want to play that game? Uh, I suppose it's the advantage. We, we figure Honduras it is. is all free. Yes. But we're in anyway, aren't we? It's looking pretty yeah, good. I mean, yeah. It's looking yeah, pretty good. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it's not like, it's not like they're going to have to go to Trinidad and Tobago and win again to uh, make the uh, cup. That's my, that's always been my line. Is it really fair that the U.S. has to play both Trinidad and Tobago? You know, I mean, <laughs> come on. Let's, let's, you know, we were only one country, and they're two. They're they're two, right? I mean, yes. we, we, well, yeah, we shouldn't fair. have to play both of them. No, I won't be at that game. Let me say this about our Timberwolves, though, too. Now, from yeah. what I could tell reading about this, Cat wasn't sick, right? Cat and Russell weren't sick. They they were recovering from protocols, right? Yes. Well, why aren't they playing? Or were they sick? Were, were they I don't symptomatic? Because it, it doesn't make know. any difference. It doesn't make any sense to not have them play all these games because they're, you know, recovering. If they're recovered and you're out of protocols, right? I think they're out of protocols, right? I think that's so. What it, I mean, that's the indication I got a week ago or five yeah. days ago that they, we, we were, Finch kept saying something about, well, we have to ramp them back up again. Why? It's basketball. Hey, get out there and play unless they were sick and they're not telling us the truth, you know? Then, yeah. But it, it makes no sense to be playing. They're not playing again tonight against the Clippers, apparently. Well, what's the deal then? I mean, I guess they're not telling us the whole truth then, but uh, what are they, you know, 
are they emotionally not ready to return because they tested positive about what two weeks ago right cat hasn't played i think they both missed five games right at least cats missed five games i think yeah it all runs together for me right now because i you know when we didn't no, do I, I don't shows get, for a week it's I like don't, i don't <laughs> get it play where the, yeah. if, if you're out of protocols you don't have to ramp yes. back up no, go play basketball, go play 25 minutes and do the same thing you've been doing here for seven years. You know, I, I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's weird. They're not tanking. They don't want to tank. Wanna no, be- they're certainly, they're certainly not tanking. So what, I, I don't get it. I, I, I guess we haven't, I know. And I think we've reinstated the zoom era too. Right. So it's, it's not like you're going to, they're going to break it down for you, but uh, I, I want to know why these two guys are playing. If, if they're, if they're yeah. not sick and they're out of protocols, why in the hell aren't they playing? I, I don't, I think that's fair. I, I think that's fair. I don't get it. But there's Patrick. It's the been, wolves, so they are, as I always they said, are the wolves. even when they do the right thing, it's the wrong thing. So uh, that's, <laughs> You know, we're, we're barely two days into 2022. And like we said, at the jump, it has not been <laughs> great so far. Maybe, maybe we leave Patrick anything. Uh, I talked to Lavelle quite about a bit about this on a, a special edition last week, but is there anything you are interested in looking forward to seeing in 2022 as we maybe end the show on a slightly more upbeat note? <laughs> Well, I, I think it, as it comes, you're, you, you become more interested. But, uh, you know, Ben Johnson's basketball team is one of the more curious things we've had happen around here in my, in my long career. How these guys have uh, managed to become contenders for the NCAA tournament is amazing. I, I think that's, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting to watch that. They got Illinois here, Illinois here Tuesday night. Uh, you know, I guess. I'm still the wild still interests me. Yes. What, what, what that's going to become of that. Uh, and, uh, as far as, uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm most gloomy about when baseball after all, when baseball comes back and the, have seven yeah. teams in the playoffs and they're going to have this ungodly unwieldy the 162 game regular season is not going to mean anything because you're going to let a bunch of stumble bums in the playoffs who basically didn't win half their games i i'm i'm more distressed about what baseball is going to become with this moron manfred than uh, i am about the rest of it i mean vikings viking redos they're kind of fun they're fun. Oh, yeah. what the hell? They're fun. And uh, the Timberwolves, uh, I don't know. I don't know what what to say about them. I like Finch. Uh, I think he's fine. But uh, and the, the Wild, they're okay. And the Gophers, yeah, yeah, maybe Motsko will win the national championship, and that'll be something to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. Then I'm not I, – I think – I think – you know, isn't there a movie show, the TV show, This Is Us? Yes. Is us. My wife likes that show. I've watched that with her. This is us. Right? <laughs> this is us. <laughs> this is us. <laughs> Third day of 2022. 
this is us, right? That's about right. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything more to say, but that that perfectly sums it up. This is what Minnesota sports is and continues to be. There's storylines. There's not always as much winning as you might like, but it's never dull, never dull. at the very never least. Never dull. It might never be a dull. lot more dull without Zim, though. I love Zim when he's... When Zim's... Zim... Okay. I, when Zim has the red, red rear end, to go with his red nose, it's really fun. It is really something, yeah. isn't it? Great, Kellen. Hang in there, Kellen Mond. Somebody, somebody might show up who's going to try to convince you you're good, but this ain't the guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. On that note, Patrick, great uh, having you back this week. We'll do this again next Monday. We'll be back at it on Tuesday as well with our usual uh, football stuff. Um, Patrick, appreciate it. Happy new year. We'll see you again next week.